Remember these foundation foods. Help your mother plan. The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a story on the theme of power, culture, or the future. Handpicked from theoutline.com. I'm back from Austin. I'm hydrated. I ate so much barbecue. And I never want to see a tech bro again in my life. Just kidding. I love you guys. Some of you. Anyway, shout out to Casey Johnston for holding it down on yesterday's show. Today, we're looking into an unusual recruiting method used by the alt-right. The depression community has been infiltrated by members of the alt-right. Let's get right into it. The future. Hey, Aaron. What's up? This is an odd question, but have you seen any of these depression videos on YouTube by the alt-right? You know, Paris, I can't say that I have. I would be concerned if you said yes. (laughs) And don't judge me for the fact that I have seen one of these, but I'm going to show you a clip. Okay, cool. Who's this guy? So, Jordan Peterson, wearing a Trump-esque, way-too-big suit with a stupidly large tie. Jordan Peterson. He looks like a professor, maybe. This guy, like, standing at a podium. He's talking about how nothing we do is meaningful. You've got no responsibility. Now, you have to suffer because things are meaningless, but that's a small price to pay. Oh, God, I I want to die. And this video is called Advice for People with Depression. I don't want to listen to this guy about depression, but it looks like a lot of people have. This has, like, 600,000 views. And this is just a mirror of this. It's not even by him. It's by some... It's called bite-sized philosophy. There's no mucking around. He's screaming into a crowd, just gesturing wildly. Yeah, I feel like he's yelling at me. Yeah. This does not make me feel less depressed. This actually makes me feel more depressed. Yeah, it's um not super effective, but it's also... It's intense and emotional. He spends a lot of this video um, talking about masculinity. The camera at one point like pans to the room. You can see that he's in a room of mostly men. And he talks about the responsibilities and frustrations of men. And I mean, as you saw, like I just paused the video because it was auto-playing. But it would have auto-played to another Jordan Peterson thing called like something about anxiety. It's a real All of his videos touch upon this sense of meaninglessness. And then if he's not talking about them in the context of depression or anxiety, he'll start talking about them in a larger sense. Relations between people and then gets quickly racist, and then gets a little misogynistic, and then gets into eugenics. Oh, that it, sounds fun. Yeah, it goes poorly very quickly. Everything you do matters. Really, if you make a mistake, it's a real mistake. So, I guess more point blank, what is the purpose of this video and other videos like it? The depression community has been infiltrated by members of the alt-right. A lot of speakers, they kind of live in the space online where people are talking about depression, where men specifically with depression are going to share their feelings and build community. Is it safe to say that this is an actual concerted tactic by the alt-right to recruit people, or is it just by happenstance that these videos are related to one another on YouTube and and other platforms? I would say that it is 
a concerted tactic, but it seems like it would be a hell of a coincidence if yeah. this happened to happen in so many spaces over and over again with these sort of communities. Right. So like according to Christian Picciolini, um, who is this former neo-Nazi who actually ended up co-founding the peace advocacy organization Life After Hate, he said that these sort of recruiting tactics aren't just common but systematically enforced. But he talked about how recruiters specifically were told to go after people who are broken or people who are having these issues where they're not exactly sure of their identity. They're looking for something, for someone, for a group to call their own. And then it is passively accepted in order to continue having that great feeling of I'm in the in-group. Right. And this kind of, I guess, uh, in a way, a mix of gaslighting, but also making someone feel like they have a home is, is definitely something that is also used by extremist organizations. Yeah. It's like the textbook um, methods of ISIS or cults. That's exactly how it happens. Right. What do you think that these groups have to offer someone if they're just if they might just start off by looking for help? Um, you know, yeah. What's well, the draw? I mean, it may seem like a huge leap to go from, oh, just being depressed and vulnerable to being part of a neo-Nazi organization. But for these like, disillusioned and confused young men, these alt-right groups will offer them two things that they have never been able to experience before or might have a serious lack of in the throes of depression, which are namely like acceptance and community. A lot of these primer videos, um, like the Peterson ones or by other prominent speakers, emphasize um, the validity of these depressed individuals' experiences, specifically the um, validity of the male experience. By acknowledging that and giving them a space where they feel like their concerns and worries about that are recognized, they have, feel like they have a home or a community. Right, just looking at the comments on... On, on Jordan Peterson's video, for instance, I wasn't expecting it to be so positive. Like, there, there's some pretty oh, yeah. tr troubling things that he talks about in the video that are just, you know, maybe to you and me are just clearly insane. Yeah, they seem like, holy shit, how could nobody, how could you listen to this? Right, but like looking at the ratio of the video, it has like 15,000 likes compared to 318 um, dislikes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the comments are stuff like, this is one of the best, or this guy's beard is lit, uh, this is a culturally mm -hmm. important video, this person is really, you know, speaking to my to my heart, he really gets it, he really gets yeah. me. Yeah, like I'm looking, I just looked them up while you were talking with them, and he said, one of these comments say, glad to be learning English at the same time learning about life. Life is so short. Thank you for everything, Jordan Peterson. Like, it seems exactly like what you would read about a cult in the fact that it's this group of people that are all brainwashed in a way to obsess over a figure, to think positively about, to have one specific line of thinking and follow that. Right, right. Does YouTube or Twitter really have any involvement with this? Like, are they actively trying to suss out when this wormhole gets too dangerous or when it just reaches to levels of misinformation and, and hatred that is just not what they want on the platform? YouTube recently has banned, they banned a neo-Nazi organization um, that had been putting out some extremely vile videos. But that was after 
weeks of media reporting on it and constant flagging and only after a series of three strikes. So I think that it would be incorrect to say that they have a stance against hate speech, but more occasionally they'll take a couple of players Like down. whenever it becomes in their best interest to yeah. do something about it, which it usually isn't because... These these videos get a they're being crazy watched. amount of views. That's yeah. the one thing is I... I mean, obviously, all parts of the internet are bad in some way. That is just how the world works. But I had never realized the prominence of... I'd never realized how popular YouTube videos like these get. Right. There will be some with upwards of a million views or in the high hundreds of thousands that have been posted recently. It's scary and sad. Thanks for coming on the show, Paris. Thanks for having me, Aaron. May we not fall into the throes of the alt-right. I hope so. I hope not. No, I hope not. I'm sorry. Today you heard from Paris Martineau, a staff writer here at The Outline. For more of our stories, head to theoutline.com. We're produced by James T. Green. If you love the show, tell a friend. We're at Outline Dispatch on Twitter, and you can find me directly at Aaron M. Edwards. If you have any feedback at all, you can send me an email to Aaron at theoutline.com. Also, a special thank you to Elizabeth, who is a building sub at a public school, who wrote an incredible note to the show Uh, She's a dedicated listener, and she turned 24 yesterday, so happy belated birthday, Elizabeth, and thanks again for writing in. Hope you have a great day. Azalea Banks, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. We're going to play you out until the end of the week with a little bop. I'm Aaron Edwards. Talk to you next week. 